Scientific studies show over and over again that with the right mind-muscle focus, we can increase strength gains and muscle growth by up to 12%. Now, whilst I'm lacking the precise scientific research when it comes to flexibility, from personal experience, I can absolutely tell you that it's going to be the same thing. If you're able to truly focus on what you do, if you're truly able to dial in and feel the muscles that you're currently working on, your flexibility training is going to be significantly more efficient. Now, I hate clickbait. And I don't want you to stick around for this entire podcast if this might be something that you're not interested in or if you already know all of this. So I'm going to tell you those seven points on how to make your flexibility training significantly more efficient right away. And then after that, I'm going to go more into detail into every single one of these points. So you can make your own decision if you skip today's episode entirely or if you're going to skip through looking for the right point that you're interested in. Step one, get rid of distractions. Step two, identify and analyze the muscle that you're actually working on. Step three, add specific warm-up sets. Step four, add precise cues to your exercises. Step five, only add one new cue per workout. Step six, increase time on the tension. And step seven, the bonus step for advanced athletes, consider adding weight and resistance into your training. My name is Sasha Bachmann, and I've spent my entire life training, coaching, and performing handstands, gymnastics, calisthenics, flexibility all around the world. My goal is to make body weight training flexibility training, handstands, achievable and accessible to everyone around the world. I want to help you improve the way you train, improve the way you live, and give you a fair and fighting chance to work hard and to achieve the things that you want to do. Today's episode is all about flexibility. We're going to see how we can make your flexibility training more efficient. Let's dive right in. Step one is to get rid of all distractions. What I mean is turn off your Netflix and stop browsing on your phone. If you were currently training acrobatic movements in gymnastics or handstands, you wouldn't be trying to TikTok at the same time. I understand that static flexibility holds might not be as exciting or as entertaining, but they're just as difficult. You need to focus. You need to learn to focus. You need to learn to trust. Really force yourself to tune in. Don't let anything distract you for the next 30 to 45 minutes. I promise. Not tomorrow, not next week, but three or six months from now. You're going to be super surprised by how much you can actually achieve and how much your body can change. Step two identify and analyze the muscles that you're actually working on. Here's where things really do get serious. When you are stretching, do you actually know exactly which muscle you're working on and in which way and how this muscle is being stretched? Obviously, I truly hope right now your answer is yes. If the answer is no, I have no idea at all, then we have a problem. If the answer is, I kind of know what I'm doing, I kind of know what I'm stretching, but I'm honestly not quite sure, we still have a problem. You need to know exactly what you're doing. You need to know exactly why you're doing it. If you don't know what and why, you cannot connect the how. You have to truly understand what your goal of every exercise is and which muscle you're trying to stretch. Only like this, you can be sure that your form is on. To truly know which muscle you want to stretch, you have to focus. You have to stay focused the entire time. A great way of identifying and that singling out the muscle that you're actually working on is by engaging the muscle inside of a stretch against gravity. Taking the frog or the middle split with both knees bent is a great example. We're obviously stretching the inside leg muscles, the adductors. A great way of feeling them even better is to push the knees into the floor gently. Your muscle is going to fatigue. You have to actually engage the muscle to use it, which means you now know where this muscle is. Your mind-muscle connection is getting stronger and you're going to be able to focus on actively relaxing this muscle, on telling this muscle, hey, trust me, we're not in the fight or flight situation. We're doing a well-calculated stretching program. So muscle, body, it's time to relax, it's time to lengthen. You can only do this if you're in tune with your muscle, if you actually know which muscle you need to talk to, and if you know how to talk to your muscle. Step three, add specific warm-up sets. And now I don't mean like, you know, when you're doing squats, you're going to start with an air squat. 
or with some knee extension or with some rehab exercises. No, of course, these are all vital. It's important to start with smaller stretches to warm up the muscle, to warm up the joints and everything. But what I mean here specifically is that your mind-muscle connection takes some time to warm up. Imagine you're at home sitting down for something that well, you don't necessarily want to do. Say studying or doing your taxes or writing a letter to your governor about the trash not being divided in your street. I don't know what. When you first sit down for this, the first 5, 10, 15 minutes, they're going to go difficult. They're going to go slow because your brain is warming up to focusing. Once these first 15 minutes have passed, things start to flow. Things work well. Your brain is warmed up. Now, when it comes to our flexibility training or really any kind of body weight training, it's the same thing. This mind-muscle connection needs to warm up. It's not just there. When I, for example, first learned to one-arm handstand, I needed to train for maybe an hour and a half, two hours before my one-arm handstand was somewhat stable and presentable. Now, imagine doing 10 shows a week and I have to warm up before every show for two hours. It's a lot. People get better. Even I eventually got better at warming up this mind-muscle connection faster. But it will take a very, very long time that you wake up in the morning and you have a strong mind-muscle connection. Allow your body time. Give your body a chance to actually dial in, to warm up properly and to get connected well. To do this, start with smaller exercises. Start with easier stretches that are not as demanding so you actually have mental capacity to focus on the muscles. So make sure that you're well-focused from the very beginning of your workout. Get your head in the game right away. Each exercise that I program for you has a reason. Especially progressions that seem easy for you can often make the biggest difference to your training. Step four, add precise cues. Circling back around to my own hand balancing training, this is something that I had to learn the hard way. I was 19 years old. I wanted to travel the world and I wanted to show the entire world that my tricks are bigger than anybody else's tricks. And they were. The problem is that my tricks only work half of the time, at best. Pair this with a decent amount of stage fright and nervousness, my tricks most of the times did not work when I started performing. Which of course is quite embarrassing when everybody thinks you're the best because that's what they see on Instagram and then on stage it's really not that. Key here was to analyze exactly what I'm doing, to do exactly the same order of things every single time, to truly understand why does something work and why does something not work. And it should be exactly the same when it comes to your flexibility exercise. You should have a mental checklist. You can even write this checklist down of physical cues that you have to do one after another to get into perfect alignment, to do your exercises right. The more details this checklist has, the better it is. Include your breathing. Include your thought patterns. Everything. Put it on that list. Taking a simple runner stretch, for example. Q1, straighten out your back. Q2, lock your front knee. Q3, flex the front foot. Make sure your hips and shoulders are squared. Flip your hips in an anterior pelvic tilt. Reach down towards the front, keeping your back nice and straight and arched. Exhale, exhale, exhale. Those might, for example, be your cues there. This might, for example, be your mental checklist to do your runner stretch correctly. As a bonus tip, if you don't trust yourself with your cues or you actually want to be extra precise, write these cues down on a list and film yourself. Take a three to five seconds complete freeze between every single cue. And now when you watch this video back after your set, did you do all of the cues? Did you do them in the right order? And did you do them to the extent that you were planning on doing them? Or are you just kind of straightening your knee and kind of flexing your foot? Or is the knee really all the way locked and is your foot fully flexed? This is important. Pay attention to this. Again, it brings us back to the first point. Focus on this. Focus on your body. Focus on what you're doing. Once you have a checklist like this, your flexibility training becomes complex and it's going to occupy your mind fully that there's no space for TikTok, Netflix, online shopping, nothing. Step five, only add one new cue per workout. At the end of the day, we're all just human. Yes, training is all about improvement. Training is all about making gains, but you can only make one gain at a time. You're not gonna be able to change 25 things in each workout. 
you might be able to change three of those 25 things, but in the same time, you're gonna make 17 other things that you've done better before worse again. So instead of trying to change everything, focus on one thing or the one cue that you wanna do different or do better, whilst keeping everything else exactly the same that it was. Solidify your base and improve one thing at a time. Your brain and body is not gonna be able to digest more than that anyways. Step six, increase your time on attention. Again, when it comes to training, when it comes to growing, increasing time on attention is usually the key. If you do more, you can get better more, right? Now, of course, this is the same idea here, but in our particular case, this increased time on attention is not just gonna keep you in a stretch longer, but it's gonna give you a longer opportunity to focus on the muscle that you're working on. It's gonna give you more opportunity to create this muscle connection that we're looking for. If it's a static hold, increase your hold times by 10 to 15 seconds each day. If it's a dynamic exercise, try to move slower or try to do more reps. Step seven, last but not least, the bonus tip for advanced athletes. Step seven, the bonus tip for advanced athletes only. Consider using external weights or different forms of resistance. This can further help increase your mind-muscle connection. If an exercise is harder on your body or heavier, your muscle has to work harder. If your muscle has to work harder, it will take more energy, focus, and possibly even get sore. This will make it much easier to identify the muscle and to use it in the targeted fashion. So yes, flexibility training is so much more than just Netflix and splits. If you put in the work, if you really dial in, if you really focus on what you're doing, and if you give it three to six months, I promise to you, you're gonna make gains like you could never have ever imagined before. If you wanna get started with a free intro to middle splits workout, then follow the link in the show notes, check out the blog page, scroll all the way down to the bottom, punch in your email, and I'm gonna send you this free middle split workout right away to your inbox. Thank you so much for listening. I'm gonna see you guys next time. Your Coach Bachmann.